All right, welcome to Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham, babyface Joel Solomon, and my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What is up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? You downstaters, as Harry would call you, very exciting day coming off a night. I said it's the biggest playoff night in a decade. I don't know. I just threw it out because it sounds fun, but I don't know. Has there been a bigger where two playoff teams emerged like the Islanders did, like the Knicks did? Big games? I don't know. Could, could, Parley Kid, can we even remember back? Rangers would have to be Rangers and Nets. I don't know. I don't even know what the hell what, what it would be. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, you know the Jason Kidd Nets uh, paired with somebody Jeez. at the time. That's a uh, while ago. You could already. go back there, but yeah, what a night! What a night with the Knicks and the Islanders. Uh, a lot was on the line in that Islander uh, Pen- <laughs> uh, Penguins game. Considering uh, did did Dave even watch the game? That's the question. One, uh, yeah, did he watch I don't know. it. I don't did know. He turn it other... off like two minutes in, or uh, I wonder if he. Uh, but either way, Islanders look. Pittsburgh, it turned they, the extra they, points network upside they, down between all the not, Penguins. That, oh my penguins God! Penguins are not built for the playoffs. They're too much of a finesse team. They don't want to get dirty. They don't want to get dirty. Uh, and the Knicks, what a win! Uh, great second half. Uh, there was a, a lot of anxiety for us uh, Knicks fans. Right. Um, early in that game, we were watching Julius Randle struggle. His body language was atrocious. Right. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating when you're just seeing a guy like. Does this guy not want to play? Like you get, we know he does, but the body language is saying something uh, different. I, I don't know. Uh, does but, he want to uh, play, or does he know how to play? It really felt like they pulled a big guy off the street. Like, oh come on, he's he's gigantic. He knows how to play basketball, and just his footwork and everything was so off yesterday. I mean, they could have so called off. him for a bunch of travels, and they didn't. But the Knicks so uh, prevailed. That was but, big. Yeah, they get great. They did uh, nice game by uh, D Rose there. Um, and uh, a lot of the, uh, again, the some of the guys that you don't expect. Well, we, yeah. We've come to expect it as Knicks fans, but if, you, if you're not a Knicks fan, they get production, uh, you know, one through nine or ten uh, in their lineup. I think Tibbs said, uh, or Thibs, whatever everyone's calling them now, said, okay, uh, D. Rhodes didn't win sixth man of the year. Okay, can I make him a starter now? Is it okay to make him a starter? What do you have, 31 minutes? My God, no, they 30, rely on him so 30, much. He had 39. 30 and 39. 39 and he had before, 30. Right? I think 38 the game before. It's kind of crazy. Jesus. Of- He's playing so much. Anyway, <laughs> good job by you. Good job by New York. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Islanders go on to play Boston. We're going to talk about the Knicks-Hawks. Game three. That's going to be good. Hey, we have Luca Garza on. Player of the year, Harry. Nice. Iowa. Nice. That's fun. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. I bet Iowa to make it to the final four. Lost a lot on that. They bowed out to Oregon. Wasn't Luca's fault. In a gigantic game. I think he had like 36 that game. So I want to talk about how he and I um, are not happy with his teammates from that game. But he'll be on. <laughs> he has NFTs to promote. Lots of stuff. And, oh, our race to 10. Now it seems like a, a ages ago. But Tuesday night, we did our race to 10. Harry was racing around airports while we watched. We went on his pick, the Suns, to beat the Lakers uh, to 10. Not even to beat them because that would have lost. But they 8-8, LeBron with the ball. Very exciting, Bri, right? Very, very exciting. 
LeBron, they miss. Suns come back. And I didn't realize how far ahead the Parley kid was than we were because we were, we were looking at the screen and Parley kid's doing a dance, like a five Mississippi count ahead of us. That was great. Well, the race well, yeah, to the best. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that's the only thing. Somehow, <laughs> I think what happened was you and I were trying to sync up our TVs, and then I yeah. think we kept pausing it so many times that you and I just ended I know, up being I thought like, we all started out pretty well. And then, I think you and uh, I yeah, just I ended think... up becoming like 10 seconds behind Darren because the Lakers, <laughs> the Lakers like just had possession of the ball, and Darren's celebrating for I know. I know we didn't even have for the, the ball yet. scoring. It was crazy. Harry, were you watching? Were you keeping track? Or what, where were you? In the, I mean, we were at our respective homes, but where <laughs> uh, were you? I was track probably, uh, when it happened, uh, I was probably flying over Denver at the time. So uh, so I did you know, not know until you lo- you landed? Right. <laughs> <laughs> was it the first I thing you checked or no? Well, listen, I, I wanted to be surprised, but I also knew that um, uh, when I turned my phone on that uh, it's going to be a thousand. There's going to be a thousand text messages. So I'm going to avoid all the text messages from you guys. I'm not even going to look. I was just going to look at the score and see what happened. And it was actually eight, six uh, Lakers, uh, I believe. <laughs> yeah, and, we know. And, um, we were watching the damn thing. Yeah. Well, I know. So then uh, so then I checked and I saw that one and I'm pretty sure that one. I'm like, all right, good, good. And I threw and with that last text you sent me or something during that day that I better throw down a decent amount of money, which I did for myself. You did. Sure you probably looked. Yes, so, I did. Um, of course I look. Yeah, yeah, a couple hundred so then, bucks on. So then it. I check the text messages, and then I see that you know you and Brian are slamming me, <laughs> saying that we lost. And right. now I got to do a t- complete double take because I'm thinking Harry, being the idiot that I am, I, I messed up just checking the score, and then I just did a d- double take, and then I'm like, well, I, I know it. you haven't had uh, good luck with these apps. You check in, and they'll 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 say one team scored a goal, and another team, then they call it back or something, <laughs> uh, or uh, team won you know. at the buzzer, and then it comes out a loss. So we thought we could trick you there, but good mm. job by you, Harry. We are now. Mm. Three and one with the race to 10 Tuesday. And someone had the idea that we're going to play for someone every week. I think we're going to do that. Joel and Jim, let's figure that out. I want to play for someone every week. I don't know that the idea is putting them live on with us because then they might say something terrible about, um, you know, ethnic, some, certain ethnicities or something. I don't, I don't want to risk that part of it, but I would like to play for someone, even if we just announce a name. So maybe there's a contest that goes along with that, but we're going to do that every Tuesday for uh, the rest of our lives, I think, because the NBA never seems to end. Um, we're going to go around the league and tackle some of the bigger Thursday, Friday games. I've been terrible at picking games. I think, what did we do, a Tuesday? I think we yeah. picked four games. I might have gone 0 for 4. So freaking bad. I had a bad beat. We'll talk about it in a second. Last night, I had an extra points. I had an adjusted parlay. Nice. Mitchell to score 20 or more, plus uh, Utah to win by 13 and a half, by more than 13 and a half. They're up 15. One of those things, they turn the ball over at the end and uh, Memphis gets like three shots at threes and they, of course, drain one with six seconds left and they <laughs> dribble out the clock. It's terrible. I think that's what's good about the race to 10 because it's already built in that you're going to lose on a on a bed ache, right? So you're already going into it thinking that you're going to lose on a bed ache. So it's only, it can only go up positive from there. True. But um, so game threes, uh, we're each going to pick a side, a total or a player prop. Lakers, Suns. Lakers favored by seven. Their home Staples Center, two eleven, is the over under. If you want the Lakers for the series now, minus three twenty five. They did well after losing game one. LeBron, AD, seven assists each. I think that was the first time that happened. They scored a lot too. Chris Paul probable with this shoulder injury, but it's definitely uh, an issue. And this is my my bad beat of the week. Devin Booker. I I, I 
bugged you guys enough with this anyway, but under 28 and a half points, 21 yeah. with a minute eight left. Now I'm used to the games going overtime, double overtime. That sucks too. But to be at 21 with a minute eight left and they're down between six and eight points and he goes to the effing free throw line 10 times in a minute and drains every right. one of them and ends with 31. That's disgusting. Disgusting, Parley kid. And here you are. You're going to troll me. Todd Furman, <laughs> would, Todd Furman would call this a troll pick because you're bouncing back with the bad. Beat. Yeah. What are you doing here? I don't, I don't really <laughs> troll. That's the thing. I, I, <laughs> I, know. I actually like. I really liked your pick uh, with this Booker pick. I mean, you know, Sal, during the regular season, Booker averaged 25 and a half points a mm -hmm. game. So this is three points over like what he normally averages. And for the maybe the casual fan, that might not seem like a lot. But when you go through all the games that these guys play, three points is a lot on an mm -hmm. average. So uh, at basically even odds here. Uh, and, and 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 17 of his points out of those 31, Sal, came from the free throw line the other day. So... I'm banking on on him not going to the line as often uh, and not reaching this total. The Lakers defense, uh, they play really good defense. Scoring 28 and a half uh, over, you know, basically 29 points against the Lakers is a very, very good accomplishment. If I'm getting even money to go under, I'm taking the under. He meets more of his season average. The only thing that can hurt here is 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 what Paul's injuries. Does Booker have to carry a greater load? Mm -hmm. Um Maybe that's the only thing that I worry about. Uh, Paul, they reduced his minutes last game. It seems like he's going to play a little bit more this game, So, uh, which he's got to. For them to win, he's right. got to. So let's go Booker under minus 110. So I liked it the first time, and I really like it again here. Well, that's not the only thing you should worry about. You should worry about them being down like seven with a minute eight left, and he has 21 because then you are cooked. That, that's, <laughs> the, that's the other thing you should worry well, that, about. That's the thing, too. It's, it's weird. Like sometimes – Right, you're making those free throws when you're winning the game at the right. end of the game, right? Mm -hmm. Right, and I they're, know. They're right. fouling you, yeah. and they're sending you yeah. to the line. Like, yes. when are you getting fouled? Like, you're not supposed to foul at the end of the game when you have a lead. Like, you don't want to stop the clock and send the other team to the line. By the so, way, they didn't. They didn't foul. Like three of those fouls. Yeah, were so yeah shitty. they really fouled. So damn shitty. Jesus. I know. I know. It was garbage. 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 Yeah, it, was, it was rough. Anyway, hey. uh, I mean, I'm looking at something to parlay with. The Lakers minus 325 to win the series now, and especially if Paul is iffy and can't play like six minutes of the fourth quarter or something. I'm, I might, I don't know. Let, let's think of a, a series to parlay that with. It might be Dallas, but anyway, uh, you like the over in this game, brother Bri. 210, 211 now. Yeah, uh, you know the Lakers defense is the best in basketball, but 210 seems. It just seems really low to me. Um, last game, uh, it only went over. I mean, the first game was really low scoring. The last game only went over. I think it went over by a half a point because of those free throws, mm -hmm. which is which is even crazier. Um, I do feel partially responsible for your loss because tell me, I, I did say on the last possession, I said minus three thousand that Booker hits a three, and then he then he got fouled. Um, well, I, I, I got that text after. Um, it, it's funny. We're all on delays with each other. But yeah, he was already on the line when you sent that to me. So don't worry about it. My it, TV, I guess my TV is just always my TV is just always <laughs> behind. I guess. I guess is that what more, it's come down to? That, should we should we pay extra for TVs that uh, give you uh, the extra three seconds that keep you up with uh, everybody? I don't understand I, what direct TVs behind. Obviously, our friend Alec watches on Apple TV, which is about six days behind or depending on what. <laughs> what app he's he's <laughs> streaming on 
Harry is uh he has to I land have. first. Like nobody's it's funny. We can't watch these yeah, games together. Yeah, well, they got it they got to fix it in terms of for live betting, right? So when you start doing all these player betting, they have to in general that just is something that has to be fixed around the around the time. Yeah, I know the sports book. I know like FanDuel pays for the extra live feed. I never know how they do it with golf because golf there's shots all the time, right? Got, you know, you don't see even on the television the broadcast. I mean, DeChambeau mm-hmm. might be on 12 and uh Kepka could be on 17 like they might be overlapping i never know how they do live odds it's amazing they'll do the sports books are better with live odds for golf than the apps are telling you who the hell is winning a <laughs> golf tournament the apps espn they're all like 12 to 15 minutes behind well like, crazy yeah espn True. espn's like a hole behind but there for whatever reason the PGA Tour. PGA, That's the worst one. P, the PGA uh, website is literally like three or four holes behind, and you can never. Mm. You keep. Mm-hmm. Hit, I keep hitting refresh, 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 and nothing is coming. They, nothing. All right, this is my big beef with the. And, <laughs> and I understand there are more important problems in the world. Why can't any of these apps sync up with the TV coverage and just see? You see CBS, you'll see like you know. Uh, Terrell Hatton pars and you just see the number just change instantly. You just get that to match whatever you're feeding to your app. I don't understand. Anyway, what were we talking basketball? Yeah, I guess I guess I guess I had the over. I didn't really necessarily have a great reason for the over. So uh, okay. that, that's totally fine. Huh. But but I was just gonna say, yeah, usually in these series, like there's one or two offensive games out of nowhere uh that yeah. you can kind of just throw out. So we're bound to we're we're bound to have a great shooting night, I think, one of these games between these two and one of these teams. So even if Paul misses this game, which, you know, I know he's probable, but it's mm-hmm. possible that benefits maybe an over in terms of the game gets sped up a little bit. I, I know Paul right. kind of slows the game down a little bit. So, um, you know, when you look at the Sun, and the main thing is you look at the Suns games have gone over in nine straight road games and I think 11 of 12. So the fact that this mm-hmm. number is so low, I, I would I would jump on the over here. All right, Harry, I know you're not giving up on your Suns just yet. You have a player prop for us. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, DeAndre Ayton over 14 and a half points at minus 104, averaging 22 points in his first ever playoff series. He's 21 of 24 from the field, uh, averaging almost 17 points a game during, against the Lakers during the season, getting a lot of easy hoops against Drummond. Um, Bing and Staples could make it a little tougher, but still uh, averaging 22 in these two games needs just 15. I love Ayton over 14 and a half here. That seems suspiciously low. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going Anthony Davis. I'm I'm kind of pulling a Harry here. Uh, seven assists last game. What do you think is over under? Oh, you guys maybe saw it. It's only two and a half for game three. And wow. I'm going under the plus money plus 106. Four of the last five have gone under. I don't know. I don't think we get Lake Show fast breaks uh, in this hmm. game kind of thing. But um, yeah, it's very strange. I mean, some some games he has zero assists. Some games he has like one or two. Uh, obviously I said he had seven. LeBron had seven last game. I'm going under two and a half. I think that's a little bit of a fishy line. Like I said, four to the last five. Normally he's under that number. Uh, let's give our boy Dave Tooley. I know Brian, uh, especially is a big fan. Dave Tooley. Uh, let, let's see where we are in, with these NBA playoffs favorites yesterday. This is Wednesday night when three and oh, and three and oh against a spread with the Sixers, the Knicks and the jazz faves 11 and five straight mm-hmm. up. They take a nine and seven ATS lead. The zigzag is two and one against the spread. The Knicks and Utah uh, were the winners. Uh, unders two and one, but overs lead overall nine and seven. Thank you, 
Dave Tooley. Let's take the uh, other Western Conference game tonight. Portland, Denver. Denver home now. No, sorry. Portland home. Three and a half. There's a spread. 228. Portland, even yeah. for the series, is now minus 184 for the series because it comes back. They now have home court. Um, I'm taking an over here and adjusted over 241 and a half at plus 330. Now, we remember that crazy Western Conference semifinal game in 2019. It was 140, 137. Denver at 128 the other night. Portland at 128, uh, 123 for game one. I kind of like it. I think there's just going to be a stupid game in there. And I, I don't know mm. if it's this one. And, I, you know, overtime is 14 to one odds if you want to jump on that too. But I don't think they need it to get there. 241 and a half. I could see both teams getting to 120. The offenses are crazy. Lillard goes nuts. I know Denver was a little tougher down low in uh, game two, but um, I don't think they're stopping these stars, Jokic or uh, Lillard. So you get right there in the high 30s for each of them. Um, And Harry, I like your pick too. What do you say? I haven't liked your pick in a few years, so tell us what this is. Uh, Even money on Dame Lillard for the highest score in the game. Um, It's Dame time. The guy's been amazing when it comes to playoffs. He's averaging 38 points per game so far. This series, he's 14 of 28 from three-point range, nine of his last 10 games, 30 points or more. And aside from maybe C.J. McCollum just lighting it up, the only person you really have to beat is Jokic here, which, um, uh, again, like you mentioned, game's back in Portland now. Um, I'm going to uh, Dame Lillard. You're getting even money to be the uh, highest point scorer in the game. It's uh, probably a it's a two-horse race, and, the, and he's home, so I'm going to take him. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad reasoning. I probably could. I should have gone to you first because you similarly right. like uh, my bet, but two, you don't need to. Well, if you, if you there. like your bet, then uh, you obviously yeah. think mine is a gimme here. Uh, yeah. Taking the over at minus 110, uh, at, uh, over 228 for the game. Like just saying, Sal, I think Portland's going to do their part in this game of scoring a ton of points. Uh, obviously, Denver's going to have to keep up uh, with that. Uh, the both games, I think, I think it's been two thirty-two and two thirty-seven in the two games. So it's beat this total already quite easily. Yeah, the first two. So uh, why wouldn't you like it? Basically, you're getting even odds at over two twenty-eight. All right, Bry, you like? Uh, boy, I don't know. I see. I think it's. What the hell do I know? But I think it's more difficult than just saying taking the home team every time here. The series is so nutty. But you're you're being brave. You're taking the Trailblazers. You're laying the uh, the points. Yeah, I'm being brave here. I do like um, I do like Harry's pick. I was looking at that. I I actually do like. You know, they have Lillard. You know, to score forty or more points, like plus three twenty. I kind of like like that. Mm. I feel like mm. he's he's bound to have uh, one more huge game in this series. Uh, right. But you know, it's funny we. We expected this series to probably be like the best series or one of the two best series, but I just get the sense, you know, you could get blowouts in every one of these games. I I mean, I, I am a little worried with this pick in terms of the Trailblazers have been bad at home against the spread. I think they're 15 and 21, but the Nuggets have also been pretty bad on the road. In their last 11, they're four and seven. Um, but I, I would say, you know, the Trailblazers have complained all year about like having no fans in the building, no fans. And that I think that's causing them some issues in terms of as a as these home favorites. But this one, I think they're going to have 8000 fans. So mm. that is a place that, you know, it's going to be going nuts. They do have great fans there. Lillard is locked in. So he didn't get any help last game. So I feel like the rest of the team is going to be better. Um, you know, I think they cover the three and a half, although. 
Man, I will say, I hate watching when Portland has Cantor and Mello on the floor defensively. It's like you can forget yeah, it. I mean, easy buckets, the, right? It's yep. it's like it seems like too easy of buckets. So well, I, I do yep. I do like the overplay here, but I do think this is a uh, high scoring uh, Trailblazers. Yeah, I think this is where we could take advantage of high scoring, right? Like uh, player props over typically lose as we as we know all the time, unless you go under and uh, you have Devin Booker, but. Uh, <laughs> I do think you're right. 40 plus for Jokic, 40 plus for, you know, Dame, something like that. Something like what we're talking about with the adjusted over spread. This is where you make your money on, on big points. I think, all right, guys, tomorrow. Now, I don't know how you feel about this Knicks Hawks series. Hawks now game three, they're home. I think they've won 11 in a row at home. They're four and a half point favorite. 211 is the over under Atlanta. Now minus 150 for the series as they have, Home court advantage. You talked about fans, brother Brian. Every crowd shot. Is it me or does it seem like uh, it's a very young crowd for the Knicks all of a sudden? I mean, I know they kept showing the same three uh, kids in the front there, but just in, in general, I feel like every young kid, uh, you know, cashed in their cryptocurrency portfolio and right. bought tickets to yeah. the Knicks game or something. Yes. Right? That's uh, right. J- Joel, did you notice that too? What's going on here? It's uh yeah I mean it's it's all the bitcoin it, now they they can they can use their bitcoin to Keep get Keep the suits yeah, out That's of what the I seats. said. I, that's what a joke that I use, Joel. For God's sakes. Uh, no, <laughs> I know. I mean there's the cutaways of Spike Lee and all that, but it really just does seem like a a younger crowd. Um I'm pulling a perk here. I don't want to root against the Knicks, but I do think the Hawks come out strong in the first half. They're laying two and a half. I think they win by a at least three in the first half. Minus two and a half is minus 106. All right, Harry, we'll get all the Hawks talk out of the way first. You like them just straight up. I think you like them. They were minus 166 last night, now up to minus 176, a little higher. Yeah, sorry, guys, but I'm taking the Hawks just to win the game. Not going to lay the points here. I think it's going to be a close game. Again, Darren, you mentioned earlier, Randall struggling. 11 of 37 in the series. Meanwhile, Trey Young, back-to-back 30-point games. I expect Atlanta to shoot much better than they did in game two. My man Capella needs to take advantage of his size down low. Bogdanovic and uh, Gallinari, I think they get it hot from the outside. Gallinari needs to show up some game. I think the Hawks win this game by three. They probably don't cover, but win by three, and Hawks win the game. All right. Uh, Brother Bry, set us straight here. You like the Knicks plus now plus four and a half. It was four last night. Oh, even even some even it's it's back to four. It's back to four. Sorry, we need to we need to record earlier. I I know it went back to four. (laughs) All right, shit. Um, but well, you guys, (laughs) you I do like the Knicks, but you guys were talking about this before with Randall. Like, it's funny. Uh, I was I was thinking with Randall, it's almost like like Darren was saying body language. Like this would make sense in Space Jam Two that like you know they mm-hmm. zap that you know he touches the ball and the monsters like zap all of his uh, playmaking ability. That's kind yeah. of what it seemed like for these first two games. Uh, but yeah, poor shooting by Randall. Although I will say Randall did show up in the in the third quarter though. He did help them out a little bit there. Right. But poor, poor shooting by Randall and RJ again. Quickly even struggled and you know and you still pull away and win that game by nine. Yeah, I think all of these games are going to be super tight. I think it's going to be hard to pull away, even if a team gets a 10 to 15 point lead. Yeah. lead. I mean, Hawks are great against the spread at home and as home favorites. Knicks are great as road dogs. Um, so I'm envisioning, I'm just envisioning as a Knicks fan, we're going to have to sweat out every game. We're going to be, you know, it, it's going to come down to the last minute in, in three of these next four games. So I think it's going to be close. I, I think they cover the four or four, four and a half, whatever it is. 
I had two bets yesterday that did not stand a, 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 a whiff of a chance. So I had, uh, and you guys know this, I had Randall to outscore Trey Young. Oh. <laughs> that was over. That was over kind of in the first quarter. Like Randall had ended up with Randall and Bullock. Now Randall and Barrett barely equaled Trey Young. My real, my look. No, they didn't equal it. Randall and Bullock had 15 each. Trey Young had 30. Barrett had 13. So I don't know. But maybe it should be, maybe the prop should be D Rose against Young. I, I'm not sure why Randall's <laughs> in the mix anymore. The other one I had, you guys will like this. I took adjusted hockey lines. I had the Isles pens under seven and a half goals. So great. So that was just awful. And uh, and yet <laughs> and yet it went to only eight. It's like that should have been a, a, a seven five game, right? Or seven four. Oh, crazy. And I only right. really lost by a, a half a goal. All right, bring it home, Parlay Kid. You like the Knicks or do you like them in the first quarter? Which one are you going with? Well, you know, if, if I couldn't find a first quarter line uh, for this, so um, if probably there was one and one, a half, two, one, uh, right? that the Knicks would be probably getting. If there yep. was, I would take the Knicks. I do think they're bound to get off to a good start in hmm. one of these games. Uh, and I think maybe on the road where the reverse kind of happens to Atlanta, they're overhyped to right. come out in front of their crowd. Uh, and the Knicks, uh, you know, steal a first quarter. A lot of it comes down to how well maybe Alfred Payton plays. He's lost his uh, any confidence he had is gone. Oh, uh, but man. I also like the Knicks getting the four for the game, as Brother Bryce said. Um, these games are down to be tight. Uh, I, I just think neither team is ever going to go on a huge run, uh, but they're also capable of, if they can keep it within 10, 12, like the Knicks did last night, eventually uh, the Knicks defense shows up and they get themselves back in the game, mm -hmm. et cetera. So uh, Knicks first quarter, if you can find a line, and Knicks plus four for the game. I like, and by the way, Harry, I don't know if you take, took offense to it last night. Brother Bry, I'm brother Bry's got more hair than uh, well, uh, Harry and I do, but the Knicks yeah, fans, did you hear what they were saying to Trey Young? Like if you were watching the Knicks if you're watching the Knicks broadcast, uh, they alluded to the fans chanting, you are balding. Trey is balding. To, uh, Trey, yeah. Trey yeah. Young. Yeah. I mean, that's rough. That that's <laughs> come on, Knicks fans. Class Listen. it up a little bit. They <laughs> have no idea. That's rough. That is that is harsh. That is harsh. Harry, am I right? Come on. Oh, that's, that's a harsh, No doubt about it. But listen, Trey oh, Young loves love, Trey Young loves playing the villain here. Um and especially when they come back to Madison Square Garden, it's gonna be even better, uh, especially if it's two two. Maybe Peyton should give some of that hairdo of his. Give a little to Trey Young, though. Dan. I don't think that's going to happen. My kids call happen. him, uh, I guess the kids call him, uh, not my kids, kids in general call him like lollipop head because it's like when you drop a lollipop nah. on the ground, they pick it up. <laughs> nah, your <laughs> kids, Dan. You said, Parley well, kid, well, Jim had Jim had a good tweet where he put, it was like a, he put a, it, there's a finger with uh, hair in the drain of a bathtub. I know. And, and yeah. That, that was a pretty good one. <laughs> but I'll well, tell you what, though. He's that guy. I I love the way he plays. So I take him on my oh, team. Oh, forget it. It's so day. different. I mean, when they sat all him day. for uh, six minutes, it's like the the Hawks didn't have a chance. Oh, and as soon as you put it in, they yeah. cut the lead oh, back. I yeah, know. Every possession. Well, like, we got to get up and run in a minute and a half. Um, but this Thank is you. what we're talking about with the young crowd. They they poke fun at people mm -hmm. who are balding and stuff. That's it. Joel, what did you say? They passed something out. Yeah, they. Uh, th well, this is what happened. Sal. All the older people have left New York City for the suburbs. So, I see. Uh, yeah, they passed out a paper saying what the chant was tonight, uh, like like a college crowd, oh, and it was uh, Trey. <laughs> Trey is balding, 
And is that uh, true? That's not true. I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you the picture. I have a really? feeling they did. So I really wonder. Well, if it's a younger should, crowd, Trey they were just, just chop it all off. Though. They were just TikTok it to each other. I don't know if they'd be hang, handing out papers. Really? Wow, that's interesting. Well, that's a fun series. All of a sudden, uh, Hawks and Knicks. Who would have thought? All right, let's go. Uh, Clippers, Dallas. Yes, Dallas up two nothing. They're favored to win this series minus two ninety to take back is plus two twenty five. But in the game. The Clippers are a two and a half point favorite. Backs against the wall. Over under is two nineteen. It's so funny about this day and age. With it used to be, you'd wait a couple of weeks after the season is over, and like, oh, this player is making noise. He might want to move. Well, not even a game three, and there's already what? Well, Kawhi's gone. He's gone. He's leaving. It's not even three nothing. Can we wait till it's three nothing before we talk about a a player leaving or three one or something? Kawhi. Kawhi to the Knicks. I know you want him on the Knicks. Uh 41 the other night wasn't his fault that they lost. But anyway, yeah, I great. think the Clippers, I'm rooting for Dallas here. But again, similar to my reasoning with the Hawks, Knicks, and the Clippers are especially, especially hand-tied here. First quarter, minus a half a point, minus 110. Clippers come out, win the first quarter, uh, 28-23. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens the rest of the game. But I'm pretty, I feel like that's pretty safe. Um, Harry, you like the Mavs in the game. You're riding the wave. Yeah, screw the Clippers. What a bunch of pansies they are. Uh, but not not to mention, like, two straight five-team teasers have cost me because I had the Clippers minus, yeah. like, two points. I mean, unbelievable. And, then, you know, they, they tanked the end of the season, lose to Houston, lose to Oklahoma City just so they can avoid the yeah. the, uh, the Lakers. I mean, and Ty Lue is a joke for a coach. Sorry, he's a t- joke for a coach. I mean, wow. for LeBron, he'd be nothing. I mean, what's he ever done? I mean, he's been awful. He doesn't know how to coach. I mean, Lucas let them uh, they have a terrible defense. Lucas lit them up for 80 points so far. Prozingis look really good, too. And again, Paul George, another poor playoff performance in the series so far. Three of 15 from three-point range. One of seven when they needed him most. And when I thought he would light it up the other night in game two, he didn't. Mavs look so good. L- putting up 140 on the road. Give me the Mavs plus two and a half. They may sweep. Wow. All right. Well, see, now here's what I'm worried about. I mean, uh, Harry's way too overconfident with the zigzag, so I don't know. About I'm not this. overconfident. Yeah. Just, I'm just more pissed that the Clippers sucking so bad. This is a, okay. it's a nice, angry bet by Harry here. <laughs> Brian, I should have gone to you because yours is similar to mine. Uh, you have the Clippers in the first half, right? Yeah, I have the Clippers in the first Look, the, the, the first half could basically be the season for the Clippers, right? They need to start showing up defensively. The, the Mavs have to cool down at some point. It's funny, I... Early in the season, the Mavs were annoying me, but uh, they've been great. They've been phenomenal to watch. I will give credit to Hardaway Jr. I mean, I always, I bash him. He's been, he's been awesome. He really has been. Uh, he seems even more athletic now. They have 28 the other day. Yeah. yeah. It's just his three point shooting has been phenomenal. Um, uh, but, you know, the Clippers were one of the better first half teams this year. I think they outscored their opponents by like about three. I mm. think. The energy has to be there for the Clippers in game three, even on the road, knowing the significance of this game. If they're down, you know, if they're down a little bit at half or big at half, that this could just be a pack it in type of series for them. So, but, so I'm not, I, I think they're at least going to show up here um, yeah. in game three, give a good effort, especially early on in that game. All right. And Parley Kid, you got a little bit. I mean, why would you bet against Luca? Either of the Lucas, well, the Garza that's coming on or the Doncic, who's uh, just dominating the series. So I can't, I, you know, part of me wanted to go with the Clippers again, but after losing four straight bets with the Oilers in hockey, 
I come out and lose two parlay. You know, anything I had the Clippers on the first two games. Hmm. I can't do it again. I can't. I'm not going to put myself through that. Right. Um, so we're going to take. So, oh, by the way, the Clippers are the only team, though, that lost their first game at home and didn't cover the second game. So that was three and one. Right. Which I always say mm. is a guaranteed win. Right. You're going to win money. Right. Always root for the home team to lose. Yeah. They always cover the second game in the playoffs. Sounds it bad. really works. It was three and one. Three and one in this first round. Uh, so that was good. But I'm going with Luca here. Triple double plus mm. 350. Good value for a guy that's had two triple doubles in his last four games. One out of the first two playoff games here. He's always got a shot at this, right? If you if you could find this plus 350 over the next three games, like this game, the next two, he's probably going to hit it once, right? Yeah. He lights the Clippers up all the time. He hates the Clippers. They haven't figured out a way to contain him. You know he's getting the points, so forget that. Now it's the rebounds and assists, and he's yep. always at seven, eight, nine. He's always pushing that those numbers. So at plus three fifty, I think it's really good value now for a team that he dominates. There you go. All right. Well, we will cover more games obviously this week, next week going on. We have the race to ten. NBA is uh, right there, and the playoffs are here. FanDuel Sportsbook celebrating by hooking new users up with $100. Just bet $1 on either team in the Heat Bucks series from now until May 30th. Wow, you got three days. And FanDuel will give you $100 in site credit, even if your bet doesn't win. FanDuel, the number one sportsbook in America. No better way to bet on sports. We just gave you four games. You could hammer all these props on FanDuel. Easy to use, fast payouts, special promotions for new and existing customers. You have same-game parlays, live betting. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now and turn your $100 into a big-time payday. All right, he's here. Let's bring in our guest. This past season, he became the all-time leading scorer in Iowa basketball history. Won the Wooden Award, the Naismith Player of the Year. Now, he's the head of his very own NFT party. Yes, Luca Garza's here. What's happening, Luca? How are we doing? Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank, congratulations on a great season, by the way. Certainly wasn't a, an ordinary college basketball season. Tell us a little what it's like to play in bubbles and quarantine in front of cardboard fans, all that other stuff you had to deal with. It's a lot different. You know, it's unlike anything you know, I've ever experienced. Um, but for me, it just made uh, you know, our team just that much closer because we knew you know, this was our social circle. We couldn't go outside of it. We couldn't go to restaurants. We couldn't do anything. So you had to be around your teammates all the time and and we had a meeting for a year to make sure that that's how we were going to do it. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. Um, and, and, you know, honestly, it helped us when we had to go on the road and not have to play in front of 15,000 people. Right. Uh, we, got, we got a little bit more of an advantage at the road. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you have a great crowd there at Iowa. But then, yes, <laughs> when you go on the road, uh, it makes up for it there. Um, now, yet your season was cut short. Yet averaged 24 game last year. Which, which Big Ten team did you enjoy lighting up the most? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there was a lot of uh, – we beat Illinois my junior year. Uh, it was a really good feeling. Uh, you know, we, we beat Michigan. You know, Michigan State, Purdue, some teams I hadn't beat before, and we beat them this year at Ohio State with a couple of big wins. I think the biggest team wins, those were my favorite experiences because a lot of them was just so fun and everyone being so excited. And, and for us to be a top-five team for most of the year was a dream come true for a lot of guys. Right. And now I'm not blaming you. You had an early exit against Oregon. I mean, you had 36 that game. I don't know. 
I don't know if you were angry at your teammates, but I was angry at your teammates because I had bet on you to go to the final four. It's not your fault, though. No one here is blaming you. I want you to know that. <laughs> it was a tough match, of course. You know, they played really well and they shot the ball well. And, you know, in, in March, when you face a team that's shooting that well, um, you know, they would have beat anybody that night. Why? It was weird how the Pac-12 was good. The Big Ten didn't step up in the NCAA tournament. It was just one of those years, you think? Or uh, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's all about getting hot at the right time and being healthy. I think, you know, some of the Big Ten teams, you know, weren't playing our best basketball at that time. And I think that, you know, put us in some trouble. Um, right. But, you know, also, you know, I think it's, you know, um, just luck. You know, sometimes a lot of teams get you know, faced up with a good matchup or whatever the case of the team may be if some teams don't. And that's what the tournament's about. You know, it's about luck. It's about being healthy. It's about playing your best basketball. And the Big Ten, unfortunately, didn't have all three. Absolutely. Now you're getting ready for the NBA draft, I imagine, right? Yeah. Are you uh, are you looking at the mock drafts? Are you driving yourself crazy? Or are you just like, well, whatever happens, happens? Well, you know, honestly, you know, it's always good to look. It's motivation for me. You know, uh, you know, a lot of those people you know, don't even talk to NBA teams. It's, it's their list. You know, they, they don't know really uh, what they're talking about. But um, so, you know, it's always fun to watch those lists and, and, and experience the motivation that it brings me and not go work out. And so it's exciting for me. And, um, you know, for me, that doesn't matter to me. It's all about finding the right fit. I don't care where I'm picked. I'm picked. If I'm not picked, it's all about finding the right team right organization and the right fit so I can you know, have an effect and an impact on, on the team. I would, if I were you, I would be mad. I'd be like, I won the Wooden Award. I won the Naismith <laughs> Player of the Year. Why am I a second rounder? Why is freaking Franz Wagner getting selected 20 picks before me? I dominated that clown. Is, is that, you should do a press conference and say those exact words. Wagner's <laughs> Bar- a really, really good player. Uh, so I'm not going to say anything bad about anybody, but um, you know, it's always fun. Um, especially during this time about you know, where you're going to go and it's all the excitement and you see the mock drafts and just to see my name on it is something that I never saw, thought about in, in the first place. So even to be in the second round is a blessing. But, you know, right now that's not what I'm concerned about. I'm just trying to improve myself. And when I put myself in front of NBA teams, I want them to, to, to be like, wow, I didn't expect them to look like that. Well, you're saying all the right things, but here's, I want, I want I'm going to give you some advice. You take it or leave it. When the, on draft night, you put a camera on yourself. I don't know what network uh, who's covering it, but if they could keep a camera on you and you're just after every pick where you're not selected, you just sit there and weep and you cry and cry and cry. <laughs> Eventually, some GM is going to have a heart and take you earlier on, earlier than maybe they uh, anticipated in the first place. Do you like that idea or no? I think the weeping is going to come when I am drafted. <laughs> <laughs> do you have? I already know where you're going. I looked it over. You want to know or do you want to be surprised? Okay, where am I going? You are, with the 46th pick overall, going to be selected by the Toronto Raptors. You're going to have to leave the country. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you're okay with that, but that's that's where you're going. You're all right I've, with been that? To Toronto, I've been to Toronto before. I love this. No, I wouldn't have a problem with that. You did. All right. You hear that, Raptors? I'm going to get in their ear. There you go. Um, <laughs> if there's one guy you look forward to matching up against in the pros, it, who it, would it be Luka Doncic? Because it would be Luka versus Luka or um, uh, somebody else? You know, for me, honestly, just to share the floor with LeBron James would be uh, a dream come true. You know, he's a guy who was my role model growing up. Uh, I watched every game. I've been a fan of him. I've been a bandwagon fan. I've been traveling from L.A. to Miami to Cleveland, um, just, you know, following him and, and respecting his name. So, you know, being, being able to share the floor with my idol would be uh, special. 
That'd be fun. Now, you've also, you're already jumping into the card game here. You became the first college athlete to sell your own NFT card. And what gave you this idea to do it? Tell, tell me all about it. You know, I'm an economics major, so you know, I, I'm close uh, involved in the tech world. I know about that stuff. And you know, I saw Top Shot and I really liked the idea. And you know, my dad and, and a couple other people kind of suggested the idea of doing one of my own, which is something I hadn't even thought about. And I, I loved it. And I wanted to put a unique twist on it uh, to make it you know, more, more of a personal connection with the buyer. And that's what came with, with all the utilities that came with the card. You know, the game-worn shoes and, and everything that, that was there, I think the whole package is, is why it was so successful. So, you know, that's the same thing that's going on with the three other cards that I have on OpenSea.io right now. Um, you know, that are going out. There's individual packages to go with each one. And I think they all make them unique and special. So now you're selling, in addition to the NFT, you sell like an experience, right? That they yes. got, what, what did they get for, uh, the, I'm looking at this one that you sold for 41,000 plus. What, what does someone get for that? <laughs> well, that one, um, you know, that, that person got to, a chance to meet me, um, a chance to you know, play horse, uh, you know, hang out, uh, kind of like that. Um, a chance to go to any camp that I do in the future, and mm. obviously the the signed pair of shoes when I broke Roy Marvel's scoring record. Um, so that was a you know special package. And with these other ones, you know, it was the Naismith card that gives you opportunity to come and actually see the Naismith in person, take a picture with it, and a signed pair of shoes. There's another one where um, you know you're you're able to to meet me uh, and, and take a picture and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then also you know, with, with a different thing, there's a chance to see me play in the game next year. That's great. I mean, it's a, a great package here. I'm reading, it was like dinner and a movie also, right? There's a, a, so much going on mm -hmm. here. Did you get to pick the For movie sure. or did the, the, when the winning bidder pick the movie? We haven't watched the movie yet, but we went to dinner uh, and I sent him his shoes and he's actually, Honestly, you know, after talking with him, Zooming with him, he became, uh, you know, kind of part of my team going forward. Uh, he knows a lot about the NFT world. So he, he's actually been a very, very valuable you know, person to get to know. Interesting. So you haven't picked the movie. What's the movie going to be? I'm, I, this, uh, this is the <laughs> stuff I'm getting stuck on. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I think I was going to let it uh, you know, be up to him. Okay. Um, and he'll get to decide. So hopefully he doesn't pick anything too bad. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want to take a chance of him taking like an adult film there. You're stuck there. That would be, that would be fun. Um, what about you? <laughs> Do you have a, a sports or basketball card collection going into this? Yes, I, I always collected basketball cards when I was a kid. Um, I had mm -hmm. a big find of a lot of different cards. Um, you know, it's, it's somewhere in my storage, uh, my, my parents' storage cabinet right now, but um, you know, I always loved collecting cards, and, I, and that's why I kind of thought this was really interesting because it is a, a digital trading card. It's it's what people are starting to to move towards, and obviously, collectibles and, and real physical cards will always be there and important. But I think this is another way that that um, you know, collectibles can be can be bought, can be owned, um, is through this digital blockchain technology. Yeah. Yeah, I love the idea of you matching up with LeBron, your hero. You've, you've seen him, and finally, and you put, pull a card out of your pocket. Like, do you mind signing this, Mr. James? This is great. <laughs> yeah, I think exactly. This is already <laughs> worth a lot, but this would really help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and now you're launching an NFT group to help other college athletes. Tell me about that. That sounds great. Yeah, so after I dropped the first one, you know, a lot of players were reaching out to me. Um, talking about how they could do their own and what was the process like and everything like that. And I felt 
know, for me, um, you know, I had a great team around me that helped build the process. It was a lot. You had to find, you know, obviously a designer, uh, you know, people to, that are able to get that content out onto uh, Twitter so people can see it or, or whatever the case may be. Um, and so there was a lot of things that went into it. So I thought, you know, my team and I kind of thought that you know, we could provide the service to more college athletes. So it would just be easier that you know, I would help them facilitate these cards instead of them having to jump through all the hoops of what it takes to make uh, an NFT. So that was kind of the whole idea around it, you know, especially with name image and likeness being going to be passed in the future. Um, you know, if this is a way to create another stream of revenue that doesn't, you know, take any money away from the NCAA, I think it's something that could be really good. Um, so that's why you know, I kind of did that. And I'm just showing all different ways. And you know, even with these three cards, I, 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 I allow there to be two different ways to be able to get the cards. And one is through a membership that you can join on lucagarza.io for only $55. And there's a whole list of things that comes with that. And when, with that, there'll be a giveaway of all three cards and an NBA. Chance to see me in an NBA game next year and a whole experience with that. So I'm just showing different ways that you can be able to make money off your name without having to take any money from NCAA. Right. And it doesn't violate any rules. And I think it's a great idea. It's smart. And um, God forbid uh, college basketball players don't starve while they're trying to, um, you know, you know impress uh, the fans. <laughs> to get in when, I, when I sold my first NFT, I had $28 in my bank account. So, you know, again, I know what it's like to be a college athlete that's at yeah. this level. So, you know, I understand and that's kind of why I'm doing this is to be able to help. And they understand that it's coming from someone who has been in their shoes. Well, our friend Harry with the ill-fitting uh, headphones there, he also has $28 in his bank account. Could you sell <laughs> Can you sell an NFT of him missing a dunk? Because I think we, we could get that to you. What would that make? I'll, I'll try. I'll try. You will? Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> the dinner experience alone would cost a bitter like $15,000, but I think it would be fun. Well, uh, you guys have any questions for Luca? Harry, I know you want to say something. I just want to say that, Luca. Listen, I I uh, I've won a lot of bets over the uh, past year, two years, betting uh, your prop bets with points and rebounds. Yep. And these mock drafts that are coming out, forget those mock drafts. I mean, I don't understand how you're not a ten top ten pick. You can go for fifteen rebounds in an NBA game in a heartbeat. You can go for twenty five points. You can shoot outside. I don't take any stock in these mock drafts. I take you top ten, my man. Oh, look at that! There you Thank go. you. I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm working hard to be able to put myself in that position. Um, and, and I'm losing weight, and I'm doing a lot of things that, that are nice. going to make you look better in front of NBA team. So hopefully, I can you scored 44 two years ago, right against Michigan, didn't you? 44. Yes, I did. Hey, Luca. <laughs> Luca, obviously, uh, obviously, we all like to gamble here, uh, the four of us. And uh, Iowa is very good against the spread this year. I think something like 22 and nine. Are the players aware of? The spread. If you're an, if you're the underdog or the favorite in the game, you, you guys even does anybody pay attention to that or uh, you know know like you're, you're you're a three point favorite or something? Like, is there anything like that? I don't think we you know in terms of numbers know exactly if we're the you know what kind of how many points like in the game we're not thinking like over oh, six the spread was eight but we know if we're dogs or if we're favorites like everyone has the ESPN app you look at the ESPN app you see who has a percent chance to win and it can provide some motivation. You know, when you're eight point dogs on the road and you feel like you're better than the team, that's something that can motivate you um, to be able to do that. So, you know, you're definitely in a situation where you, you know, you, you use that as motivation, but you know, in terms of numbers, we don't know. Uh, we don't really, once you're in the game, you don't really remember that, but you do remember going into an environment like, Oh, we're not supposed to, they, nobody has us winning. You know, we're, right. we're, everyone's saying we're supposed to lose, you know, 
Well, just by answering that question, you're no longer eligible for the NBA draft. So thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. No, uh, you're doing great things for NCAA players. It's, it's terrific meeting you. I, I appreciate that you're going to you're, you're working hard to get the highest you can in the NBA draft. But honestly, take my advice. Crying, weeping goes a long way. Cry after okay, you pick. And then just worry about it afterwards. You collect your millions, right? (laughs) Thanks so much, Luca. I appreciate it. Good luck to you. Good luck, Luca. Good luck, Luca. Thanks, Luca. Good luck. We're rooting for you. All right. (laughs) Luca Garza, he's fun. Sounds great. Kid to root for, right? Very polished. Very polished young man, right there. Yeah. Very bright guy in the league. I like it. He circumvented all these dumb NCAA rules where these uh, players can't make a single dime until and yeah, these NFTs. Now, now I'm kind of into the NFTs. I'm not. I'm not. What? Although although, shit, Jim would probably know this better than everybody. Anybody, but do we need to get him back? Was Luca was now that I'm thinking about it. Once Parlay Kid asked that question, wasn't Luca the one that at the end of the shot of like the game he was on the bench and he. uh, he said, like, holy shit, they covered or something I know, I, like that. Yeah, Jim shit. said that. I, I didn't want to get him in trouble. I, I did I did see that, and I didn't remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. When Parley, <laughs> when Parley kept brought it up, I was like, oh, my God. I think that, I, I don't even remember that. that was yeah, the he said they covered. That was a buzzer beater, right? Was that yeah, it, Jim? Yeah, he was on the bench, and, like, some, somebody. Yeah, I mean, he's he could probably. I mean, he's out of the, he's out of the uh, college That's true. atmosphere now. That's so, true. He's okay I'm, now. I'll, yeah, I'll say, yeah. though, he looked, I mean, it's hard to tell, like, uh, you know, I think guys sometimes look a little bigger, you know, on TV or whatever, smaller. But he he yeah. looked like he lost. I mean, he said he lost weight, but he looked mm-hmm. like he he looked like he lost a good amount of weight. Yeah, he's on that like Kevin Love track, I guess. In terms I know. Of, uh, well, Zoom yeah. Zoom but, subtracts like fourteen pounds, I think, <laughs> except for Harry. Except for Harry, it yeah, does. It does. No, no, no. It's good. <laughs> hey, um, let's talk NFL real quick. Julio Jones is a big craziness going on at FS1 <laughs> here with this uh, with this call the speaker phone call by Shannon Sharp on with Shannon and Skip and Julio didn't know or he didn't know whatever he was on anyway he they tried to get to the bottom of if he's going to play for the Cowboys because he was seen wearing a Cowboys sweatshirt I don't know Parley kid I mean so that's w- what happens there is it Cooper sits I, I don't know where where these reps come from uh, I, I heard <laughs> I heard crazy. a rumor where the Cowboys uh because <clears throat> Gallup's contract is up at the end of this year they could they could maybe uh, swap Gallup for like a Jones that would have to uh, be something it. in that uh, something right. like that, but I don't, I don't see that. I is I, I don't. Where does he fit? There's no fit for him in in uh, Dallas land. So Fanduel nope. has odds on where he's going to end up. The Pats are favored at plus two fifty. I don't know why you're thirty two, thirty three. You want to end your career in New England? I thought we talked about this with. I don't know. Is it Mac Jones to Julio Jones, the Alabama connection? I don't know what that is. That what you build on there? Or right now it's Cam Newton who. Uh, you know, basically bounce passes the ball to everyone. Not that I don't know if I'd want to leave that Atlanta offense to play for New England, who's a wild card at best, I think, in that division. But anyway, their right. favorite plus two fifty. Titans three to one odds. Falcons three to one. That it remains. A Ravens six to one. 49ers plus eight fifty, et cetera, et cetera. Paulie Kid, you and I like him to go to the Titans based on not a ton. Corey Davis is gone, right? So um they yeah. have room there. He could start and fit right there in the starting lineup, but I think value-wise, that's not bad. Three to one. Three to one in Tennessee. Uh, you have, uh, you know, you lost Janu Smith as well as Corey Davis. So there is a need for that uh, receiver spot. He wouldn't have to be the guy there as mm-hmm. he's getting older. 
with uh, Brown in the AJ Brown in the fold as well. So it would be a really good fit <clears throat> for him. Uh, also, I think the Falcons would be more uh, likely to get him to the AFC where he couldn't really come back and, and right. hurt them at some point as well. So I think it would be an AFC team. I, I do. I know Brian's brother, Brian will talk about the Ravens in a second, but I, I think they, they really the team that should be fighting for him, but they just, I don't know. Maybe they just don't. Um, I don't know yeah. if it's somewhere he would want to go. And I don't think Jones is going to be able to dictate the terms though, to where he wants to right. go. Uh, but the Titans would be a really great fit uh, for him. Uh, if I'm the Titans, I'm all over that trying to make that happen. Right. Did, Harry, were you the Ravens or Brian? Yeah, like the Ravens? yeah Harry, the Ravens. I was the Ravens. Oh, Harry, why the Ravens at six to one? Well, maybe because the Ravens have had the least receptions and least receiving yards two years in a row in the NFL. Uh, you want to keep up. Uh, with the uh, AFC, with Cleveland, with Kansas City, with Buffalo, keep up with the Joneses and get Julio Jones. Uh, uh, the leading receiver had just 58 receptions last year. Wide receiver, Hollywood Brown. Their second leading wide receiver in terms of receptions was Willie Sneed. Willie mm -hmm. Sneed with 33. Ugh. Go out and, be, and get Julio Jones, and then you still can be talked about a contender winning the AFC East. Or yeah. excuse me, AFC in general. I don't know why, and this is all speculation. We have no idea where he's going, but these are just this is just fun to talk about here in uh, the end of May. But I, I don't know who would have to go to the Ravens as a wide receiver for me to be excited about that, right? right? Like Lamar Jackson, does he make well, anyone better? I get he's a great player, he's a top quarterback for sure. But I don't know. You put eighty nine Jerry Rice on that team, I'm not sure if it. it that that makes a difference, right? Right. Like, right. Like if you're Julio mm. Jones, you're not super excited, right? Because you're like, ah. Uh, I'm probably going to get like 800 yards and five touchdowns here. Yeah, he's not going to catch like, well, 94 win, balls. We'll, we'll right. win, but yeah, it's, I know. That's where it's tough. I mean, he'd have to agree. They are that. so good at running the ball. you got to offset a little bit with the passing game. You need to go get out go out and get a star like that, which they haven't had receiver-wise in ages. It makes sense for the team. It's not, you know, Julio Jones not going to get his right. best years stats-wise with the Ravens right. for sure. But, Brian, you have another idea. Yeah, I like uh, I like the Colts here. I mean, look, he'd, he'd have to go pretty much to the AFC, right? Uh, he wants mm -hmm. to probably he wants to be on a winning team. So I think the Titans Titans make sense too. The Colts have money to spend, so the asking price I don't know may not be that high. But at this point, look, you, you can't really rely on Ty Hilton anymore as a number one, right? It's like every week the guy like if you have him in fantasy, every week's questionable, doubtful, game time decision. Um, mm -hmm. you know, their other receivers are still a little raw. I think it make it would make sense on so many levels to give once a, a legitimate number one, uh, playing in that dome. So I think it makes, you know, and plus the, you know, we're talking about the Tennessee would want them too. So I think, you know, just another reason why the Colts would want them is keeping them away from Tennessee. So, uh, I, I think that makes, yeah. I think that would make a lot of sense. I, I mean, not, do I trust Wentz? No, but, uh, I think for an organization, it would make sense. What do you guys think? We'll probably hit these um, these bets like next week or something. We could do anything, but you know, with Dak looking good, comeback player of the year award. Maybe we save this for next week. Although Fanduel doesn't have the odds up yet, but we talked about this on Fox Bet Live. Could a guy like Wentz win comeback player of the year? Where it's it's almost always you have to have a gruesome injury, right, and then come back. You can't just um, suck 
one year and then come back, <laughs> right? And then to go to a different team. I think like, you can, though, right? Can I think you? you can. Yeah, I think for the award. No, no, I right? know you, you can, can, but uh, would, would you vote that way? I wouldn't vote that way. I I don't think mm -hmm. I would. I think well, Dak will probably be a heavy favorite. I already have put some money on Dak to be uh, MVP right? Uh, this year, as he'll probably throw for He's healthy, close to 5,000 I pointed yards, out, so. Parley Kid. I know it doesn't bear out this way, but he played five games last year. He was on pace for 5,900 yards. That's what I mean. It's That's crazy. what I mean. I I think you. I think I got him. I don't know. what. I forget what the odds are. I don't six and a half to one. Six and a half to one right there. Is I got better, the I, yards? better. No, it's, it had to be better. Last year? Oh, for most yards, you said. Is that for yards, it was yeah. something like that. Yeah, Harry yeah, and I yeah. were both on him for most yards last year. That that's right. stunk. But right, I right, think, right. forget what his MVP odds were. I'm not sure if they're even out there right now. But I did put a little on him because yeah, he's probably going to throw for over five thousand yards if he plays all, well, all seventeen games. Or maybe throw for six six thousand yards. Yeah, I guess so. We're start. We're going to start seeing like six thousand yard guys, right, with this extra game or high mid fives at least. Uh, might, let's you let's might. check this real quick. We're gonna we'll, we'll obviously obviously go over this ad nauseum. But what do they have? Do they have the player that player futures MVP? Dak fifteen to one. Mahomes five to one. Rogers nine yeah. to one. I might have gotten him at eighteen to one. I think yeah. when I put it in. Yeah, there's some good ones here. I might want to jump in with a Dak or a Stafford or something like that. Aforementioned Lamar Jackson's a former winner. All right, we'll hit that. We got plenty of time to do that. But right now, it's time for Sharp Tank, award-winning segment right here on Against All Odds. Um, we were one and two on Tuesday's picks. Was that it? Harry, yep. you lost with the Wizards over. Correct. Yep. All right. Bounce back here. I hope you're right about this because I have the Canes. Um, mm. I have the Canes Islanders uh, parlay series, a series parlay. So mm -hmm. what do you got? Okay. Well, I got Kings tonight at minus 152 to win the game against the Predators. And if they win, obviously they win the series. Um, mm -hmm. They dominated Nashville in the regular season. But this has been a tougher series than many expected, including myself. But the Canes did not lose three road games in a row all regular season. They have lost the first two in Nashville in double overtime. I think Nashville's luck runs out tonight. Give me the Canes. They march on to the second round. Canes. At minus one fifty-two, close out the series tonight against Nashville. There you go. All right, Paulie kid, you're staying on the ice. You lost yeah. Randall over rebounds and points. I jumped on with you. Yeah, we'll stay away from Randall. Uh, I've for been a my sharp tanks have been brutal. I was on such a nice run, and now I can't hit one. Uh, Harry, by the way, it's minus one forty-four right now on Fanduel. Oh, uh, oh my! So, oh my! You know, getting a little bit, bit bad. I'm staying on the ice here, Sal. I'm going to take a two-team money line parlay. I got the Leafs. Uh, to wrap things up in game uh, five here, they've won three in a row since uh, JT went down. Uh, they know uh, they're home. Uh, they don't want to, you know, be maybe having to go back to Montreal. They want to wrap it up. They are definitely the better team in this series. They'll get it done. And I'm taking the Vegas Knights here on the money line as well to win in game seven against the Minnesota Wild. The Wild have won the last two. Uh, I do have the wild, by the way, in our, our contest oh, right. uh, to win the Stanley Cup. But <laughs> so a little uh, emotional hedge here uh, on this anyway. And the Knights, I think, uh, traditional, well, they really are one of the best teams in hockey. I think mm -hmm. they find a way to get this done at home. We got two home teams, uh, money line plus 126 here for those two. All right, 126, Parlay Kids uh, weight class as a sophomore. All right, we'll see that. Brother Bry, what are you going with? You like. Uh, 
WNBA, you went WNBA, you had a winner uh, for us Tuesday, uh, right? I had a winner. I had the Mystics against the Fever. Uh, Mystics blew them out. Um, I'm just going to keep, sorry guys, I'm just going to keep taking WNBA until, mm. until I get one <laughs> wrong here. Um, I'm Bro, I just post your WNBA picks uh, every night on uh, Twitter. You hit almost. It's like, we got to uh, give you a WNBA podcast. We got there. Yeah. You and Gina set it up. <laughs> Why not? Let's do it, man. WNBA. Um, I still want. I want more softball betting too in here. That, oh that's always, yeah, I always, can't always, wait. I can't wait watch. for the, the the tournament. Ooh, the, the how about the the women's national betting academy? Right, that the B eight. Yeah. Right, Joel. <laughs> is there something there? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go with the uh, Dallas Wings tonight, minus one and a half at Atlanta Dream. The wing, uh, Wings are only one and two, uh, but they are an up-and-coming team. They had a bad stretch against the Liberty the other day, um, and I do watch a lot of the Liberty games when they're on. Um, but prior to that, they had looked good in their last... And I do. I do. They're on uh, the Yes... They're <laughs> oh, on the Yes... not doubting you. I'm yeah. being serious. They're on the Yes Network here, so I'm, I'm always checking nice. them out. Um, but prior to that Liberty game, they had two good games. Uh, they lost a close game to the Storm, and then they had played really well against the Sparks. But the Dream have won back-to-back, but I don't necessarily trust them yet. Um, they kind of got lucky in two of their four games. They played Chicago Sky teams who's, who've had like half of their team out. So I can't really go. I can't really look at those as, mm-hmm. as good games for them. And then their other win was against the Fever. So I'm taking uh, the Dallas Wings minus one and a half at the Atlanta Dream. Dallas Wings, yes. Forget the Mavs and Clippers. Don't have to figure that out. Dallas Wings, yes. As a pro basketball team, that is a easy. You don't have to worry about uh, spreads or anything else. Basically, have to just cover one and a half. All right, Brian, I'll go with you. Why nice. not? Until you lose, mm. right? Still go yes. with him with the WNBA. Dallas Wings, minus one and a half. That sharp tank. Um, all right, Joel, hit us with the good point, bad point. What are our extra points? Good point, bad points. What'd you hear today? What'd you like? A lot of good points made today. Uh, You talked about the biggest night in New York sports in a long time. Harry actually reminded me of probably the biggest night since April when the Jets traded Sam Darnold. Um, (laughs) But I'm going to go with one of Harry's points. Uh, Dame Lillard, even money to be the highest scorer tonight. Like he said, it's it's Dame time and uh, he's back in Portland and uh, he's got the green light from anywhere on the court, just like Harry at a buffet. (laughs) <laughs> I like it. And Joel, you were mad that we didn't mention Hofstra making the tournament, but that was, uh, I don't know if there was anything, that, that was a March. I don't know what else would be good for, for New York in March. <laughs> it's like pitchers, catchers. I don't know. Uh, all right, Jim, let's hear it. Bad point. There weren't many bad points, so um, I guess just at random, I'll give it a Harry uh, <laughs> saying that Julio Jones should go to the Ravens for <laughs> Like you said, Jerry Rice. Like no, nobody would want to really go there with Lamar throwing. <laughs> All right, Harry. <laughs> Jim, I, Jim, uh, I, I, I would. That, that was that was a weak point, Jim. That was weak. Should we give Harry? Should Harry say. get to give the duh of the day after the good point, <laughs> bad points, or maybe before? Well, I oh, can I say first? Though, I did think. Yeah. I did think Jim his. I thought he was going to give it to Harry for kissing Garza's ass like he kissed Garza's ass. There. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know <laughs> where that came from. Yeah, Jim, did you get sick? Jim must not have been listening then. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Garza couldn't shoot from the outside. That's Man, you he said more nice things break. about Garza in 10 seconds than you said about Jim in like three yeah, years. Yeah, really. Say something really. nice about Jim, Harry. I, mean, I have. Jim has fantastic hair. It doesn't matter <laughs> if he has a hat on. doesn't matter if he just got a hat. Jim's hair is fantastic. Even with a hat on. All right. There you go. Uh, we didn't see Jim. We didn't see him there, though. 
No odds on uh, Brady Mickelson versus Rogers Deschambeau. I can't get enough of this Kepka Deschambeau mm, thing, brother. So brother. We have to we have to choose. We need Kepka, that in golf, South. Oh my god! That. You're right. So You're right, Harry. Good. They do. It's so good. They need, they need that. They need Phil, in all Phil, sports. Phil you need rivalries need something new. in all sports. You need bad blood in all sports. Yeah, I agree. Got you don't need fans throwing popcorn at guy or whatever else. No, that's but, stupid. Uh, but but well, I, I, I'm what, with I'll you. tell you yeah. what we what we need is the U.S. Open final pairing to be those two. Absolutely. Absolutely. That'd be so great. Is, is it really like, I mean, I know we saw whatever, but I mean, it's, I mean, I've seen, you've, we've all seen uh, Kepka in other interviews too. It's just, he's, he's, a, he's, he's kind of a puss. What? I mean, why? I mean, just a little, a little wimpy with like his crying and bitching about things before. I don't know. <laughs> that was weak. I, I mean, it, it was great. It was great. Don't oh, get me wrong. I loved it. Come on. I loved Kepka, it. Step it up. I don't care. I mean, if you watch that, you have no idea who's who or what's what. Right. Or you've never true, seen true. A, a hole of golf. Like, that's great. Just to mm -hmm. know that they're competitive. You don't ever see that. It's so much fun. All right. Brother Bry, what's going on this weekend? At the Brother Bry. At the Brother Bry. This, yeah, we got this Memorial Day. No no games for my kids. It's like mm. the worst the worst time when I had no games. Um, Darren and I do have, a, for our pool that we're doing, we do have the Champions League. Uh, yes. That's on the 29th. So where are we? That's in, on that's Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. It's Saturday afternoon. Saturday. Yeah. Finally. Mm. Parley Kid's been asking for months and weeks. <laughs> is, I really, is, I, is I this... haven't been asking to watch it. I've just been ah. asking, like, when does it happen? Because it's been well, like months. You got months Kid, you that... have to win. Although I think Brother Bry's going to take this pool down right away. He's got the Randall money that came in. Right, and, he, and he gets good odds on... Uh, Man let's City go. winning, right? Oh, Man you have City. Chelsea. Let's go. Yeah. I have, I have who, Chelsea. You have Chelsea. Yeah. Who's the Man, favorite in this game? Who's Man the favorite? City's favorite, Man's, like minus Man's 250 City. to lift the cup. Mm. It would have been different had Chelsea last Man week. Man City, they get it this done game. then. Get it done. Get it I done. <laughs> I will be, I'll tell you what, I will even tune into that game. If uh, When is it on? Tell me. The I think three, 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 three yeah, o'clock. New Pacific. All right. Try to watch a little of it. It's going to be fun. And you're at the Brother Bry. Yes. And Parlay Kid, you're at the Chalk Talk. At the Chalk Talker, Sal. Uh, yeah, this week, I mean, Memorial Day weekend, we're looking at 56 degrees here on Saturday. I don't nice. know what happened. So it's going to be terrible weather here. Uh, oh, that's, that's not uh, good? I don't not, know. Not yeah, good. It's not yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Got a lot of stuff <laughs> I got to get done around the house. But yeah. um, no, I, I can't wait for, for I can't wait for tomorrow night, the Knicks game. And I'm looking yeah. forward. To, I can't wait to get this NHL schedule out. Round two. Now we get to hear Hench go yeah. off uh, on the Islanders, I guess. And well, um, Hench, I, I, Hench thing is his his thing is hating his own team. So we'll hear a little less about that. I told you guys I'm excited to now only talk about the Penguins for like 40 minutes out of a podcast where it was <laughs> used to be 70 minutes. It's really come down. Eddie Spaghetti, I especially congratulate you. Right, uh, you're not even an Islanders fan, but that must have been nice parlayed with the the Knicks win, right? It was a great night. Yeah, I'm very excited <laughs> to see what great this night. minus three. This minus three is going to go one of two ways. Either going to be uh, an hour or a 90 minute long check, uh, yeah. you know, cry fest, or it's going to be <laughs> just hench hammering him for a, a solid hour. Either way, I'm going to be quite excited. I know me and Meatballs are, are looking forward to this one. Good, good, good. Stand your ground, Meatballs. Don't let don't let him talk about how dirty they are or the the fans. He doesn't know anything about hockey if he thinks there's not history in this uh, in that Nassau Coliseum. For God's sakes, it's the last year there's so many great storylines now for the could Islanders it be destiny forward. could it be destiny could be really could and at aao harry i'll i'll tell you a little little personal news harry is coming out here to california he's watching my kids for the weekend the wife and i are leaving town 
Now, here's the thing, Harry. It's tricky tomorrow getting everyone off to school, but also young Harrison has upwards of six baseball games this weekend. I love it. He's got a practice ask. tonight, which I'll drive you there yeah. to show you. the. the I'll give you the lay of the land there. Um, he's got a game mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday. He's got two Friday, two Saturday, I think. One Sunday, and if they win, he's got one Monday. And um, you... So I volunteered to be the scorekeeper because all the good jobs were taken up and I wasn't sure how much, uh, you know, how long I'd be around. I have to be the scorekeeper, which means, Harry, for this Memorial Day tournament, you have to be the scorekeeper. Do you know how to keep score in baseball? Oh, no. You know, I did it when I was starting at 12 years old now in in the softball. uh, Yeah, I I was the official scorekeeper at 12 for like five years straight. So, of course. I know, but you've taken a lot of (laughs) Harry, how do you score a ground out to short? I was just going to give that exact example. Okay. All right. You know what you're doing. Come on. He's good. Give me a break. Now, I don't know uh, what we're doing here, Harry. I want to talk to the coaches about a hard hit ground to short that boots off the kid's foot if we're giving him a, a hit or not. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. It's one of these games, though, Sal, one of uh, uh, Big H's um, all-star games. This is all the all-star game. Yeah, this is an all-star tournament. Sal, we have all the listeners right now saying, how the hell could Sal do this? Everybody is definitely, there's not one person listening to this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. That is, they must be going, this is a parent corner type. This is definitely- Uh, something that's gonna, you know, you you they're probably thinking you can make uh, national headlines for Listen, some this type is, of. You know, uh, this is not gonna sound great. Happens. It's not. It's you not know, gonna sound great. But I have three kids. If I come back Monday night and there's like one or two left, uh, it's gravy. I think. Right. <laughs> Just do your best, Harry. So <laughs> this must this must alive. be killing you though, missing these games. Though, I know right? it is a bummer. It is really a bummer. He, I'm gonna be he checking out. He's not gonna miss any. Well. What do you mean I'm not going to miss? I'm in a different I'll country. I'll send you plenty, I'll, oh, plenty of videotape. Okay. I'll send right. you plenty of videotape. Yeah, I'm a little worried. Harry's got his uh, his lady friend coming to join him, right? Part way um, through this thing? Probably. Oh, probably. You don't even know? Oh, my you gosh. Know. What do you mean you don't know? know? For crying well, out she's got to work Harry. today. She's got to work yeah. tomorrow. So uh, she's probably going to come in Saturday. Yeah, she's coming in okay. Saturday. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably. <laughs> you know what's going <laughs> on. Joel, what do you think? Am I making a mistake here? I mean, I've seen Uncle Buck, the movie, and uh, <laughs> this, this could go one of two ways for Harry. Uncle hey, Schmuck. Joel. So, Sal, me and Joel, we're, plan- we're planning a little Joel coming over to watch a game or something, but we got all these, uh, you know, and hang out at the house. But now uh, we got a lot of games to go to, so that's that. Joel, Joel called me in out. a panic last night. He's like, Harry's crazy. He wants me to come over your house. He didn't even ask if it's okay. I was like, well, of course it's okay. He's like, what a maniac. Can you imagine that? I was like, yeah, just whatever. It doesn't matter. It's fine. But... Yeah, Joel, you may have to oversee the overseeing here. So maybe it is a good idea. Jim, you definitely think this is a bad idea. Yeah, absolutely. But like you said, if he loses a kid or two, you'll be happy. Right. (laughs) Jim, are you upset that uh, Harry reached out to Joel and not you? (laughs) I don't care. I've reached out to Jim too many times, and the answer's been no. That's true. He has reached out to me too many times. Once is too many Uh, times. We'll have fun in Vegas. No. The eyes are ones uh, for you if they want to hit you on Twitter, right? Yes, I don't sir. know what anyone, if anyone can figure out what the hell that means, but Jim Cunningham, there you go. At Jim Cunningham, the eyes are ones. You got Joel Solomon. He's selling t-shirts. Joel, are you doing that this weekend? <laughs> uh, we are. I'm, in fact, uh, a, a viewer reached out to us and is sending uh, Parlay Kid a, uh, uh, a final four wrestling championship. <laughs> Wait, is that really happening? Found. Is that really happening? 
Oh yeah, that is definitely happening. And so yeah, you can find me at You've Got Grail on on Instagram. And uh, yeah, there's a strong chance that your kids are going to end up in a Palm Springs casino with us this week. (laughs) (laughs) Good enough. Uh, It's it's been too long. (laughs) Agua Caliente. It's a good one. There you go. All right, Mikey Meatballs. Congratulations, Big Islanders win. We will come back Tuesday. Everyone enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Take our bets. Go to extrapoints.com. These guys grind it out, give out free picks every single day. That's another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta. Babyface Joel Solomon, Hill producer Jim Cunningham, Mikey Meatballs, Eddie Spaghetti, and Luca Garza. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah